art, science, mathematics, are all intrinsically related at the centre, and there is no stepping away from one to be another. Yes, we're breaking down those traditional barriers between science and art this week on the PLUS podcast. Welcome, my name is Mark West, and this week we're talking to Barry Phipps, an exhibition curator and the first interdisciplinary fellow at the Kettles Yard Gallery in Cambridge. Barry's remit is to develop projects of an interdisciplinary nature, to try and find the common ground that exists not only between different areas of science, but between different areas of human endeavour and human knowledge, such as art and science. I started by asking Barry how he got involved at Kettles Yard and what brought him to the position of intermediary between those old foes, science and art. I got involved at Kettles Yard because I did an exhibition last year entitled Lines of Inquiry Thinking Through Drawing, uh, which was about how people across the University of Cambridge use drawing or visual representation as a tool for communication. So I set myself the task of gathering various examples of drawing and the material that we got back was just incredible. Everything from architecture through to genetics, through to uh, cosmology, through astronomy. I mean, it was just phenomenally interesting. And was deemed very successful. The public really enjoyed it. It appealed to a a university-wide audience particularly well. And people beyond that uh, really responded well. So that put me in good stead uh, with the gallery for them to offer me the first interdisciplinary fellowship. Now, that was born out of an idea that was sort of similar to the Lines of Inquiry show and funded by the Newton Trust of Trinity College. So, my first remit was to develop projects of an interdisciplinary nature, to find a similar common ground between things. Mine is a very sort of, one could describe it as a kind of portfolio career in terms of a background, I guess. Uh, I studied painting and photography in the first instance. I was offered a job whilst I was an undergraduate, to teach at a university where I took fine art for five years. Whilst I was teaching, I undertook a research degree in continental philosophy at Warwick because I was always more interested, really, in the ideas that underpinned fine art uh, within the wider context of cultural being, as it were. What, What did it mean to create art? What truths could it tell us? You know, all those really big esoteric questions. Especially in an age where we look to science for our truths, really. Can art offer anything like that? And then from there, I came to Cambridge to study history and philosophy of architecture. The one thing, the predominant thing that I learned from that, and I learned many things, is that um, good architects can bring people together in really interesting dialogues. I can't build buildings, but I can put together exhibitions. And so, for me, it's about this journey of exhibition curation is about finding ways to bring people together on a common ground where we share the kind of work that we've been doing hitherto. I then asked Barry about how he was going to try and find this middle ground between science and art. How is he going to convey these deeper truths that exist? And in particular, how is he going to do this in his new exhibition called Beyond Measure? I'm really very interested in haptic understanding, the the way that you learn through your fingertips. And there's a great tradition in all sorts of subjects for making models and 
constructing models in, in three dimensions as a way of learning, understanding the shape of things and the form of things. But I'm also interested in bringing new forms, new forms of software, new understandings of computer interactions to see how that's developed right up to contemporary notions of visualising things like string theory, for instance. We have a guy called Jeff Bryant in Beyond Measure who works for Wolfram Research. His job is to visualise those fields of knowledge which point towards higher dimensions of thinking. This kind of exhibition is, is right for this particular period in history and there is a desire and a hunger to communicate across things. For the most part, I think this is true in most universities and institutions, people are working in very specialised fields which historically have built up their own specialist vocabularies. And so for the most part, and this is true of both scientists and artists, that people are very good at speaking to other scientists and other artists, but find it somewhat difficult to help other people to understand just what it is they're doing. And I think using the gallery in this way, we can begin to unpick some of that stuff and hopefully generate new dialogues between subjects. I think for me, what I do as the kind of exhibition organiser is open possibilities, really. It's not for me to define answers. And I want to do something than just raise questions. I want to open possibilities. I want to allow people to see the work, engage with it as an object, and then hopefully be able to work deeper into this sort of deeper understandings of what, the, what that model or what that client model or what that drawing is trying to do. And I think I've got some really interesting people who are very articulate and thoughtful who are able to communicate some of that much more difficult stuff to the layperson. There is a moment within all of this where I'd like to engage people into the complexities of what geometry, mathematics, science, technology has to offer. And I think that's really important. I mean, there is that divide. I mean, we're sitting in Churchill College, one of whose founding fellows is C.P. Snow. C.P. Snow was responsible for delivering the, the Reese Lectures of, I think it's 1957, somewhere around there, entitled Two Cultures. And this is about how people are divided into artists or scientists at okay. the beginning of their career. Hopefully, what I'm trying to do is encourage a greater dialogue between the two. The fact that you don't have to choose between one or the other, because that's actually art, science, mathematics are all intrinsically related at the centre. And there is no stepping away from one to be another. It's all just related in a kind of in a singularity theory or anything like that. There, it's just the way we are. We don't think differently. We're, we're all constructed in the same way. Our brains all work in the same way. So I think it's there to be appreciated. I think what happens sometimes is you are asked to choose between the two worlds and, and the divide begins and then follows through for the rest of your career. And it's often, I mean, I, I still teach drawing. And people say to me, well, you know, uh, I'm not a good drawer. I mean, I can't draw. Which is just ridiculous, really. Everyone can pick up a pencil and trace a line. I mean, if you're talking about it being a representative drawing, then it takes practice. But, you know, everyone can draw. In the same way that everyone can think with numbers. I mean, it's not sort of something that someone else does. You're doing it all the time. It's just that some people have practiced more with it. 
and developed it in, into a sort of broader conversation. I mean, yeah. that's it for me. I mean, yeah. it's very simple. So you wouldn't consider yourself an artist or a scientist? No, I'm just, I'm just someone who thinks along with artists and scientists, I hope. No, I mean, uh, obviously, having trained as a painter in my early career, that, you know, I, I did experience that kind of division of two worlds. So, you know, in that part, I feel as if I know what I'm talking about. But uh, I think there is a common ground to be had, and it's my role within this fellowship and beyond the, the earlier exhibitions I'll curate to find this coming together in the two worlds. I've never seen anything like Beyond Dimension before. Well, that's that's kind of you to say. I mean, it's uh, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to be a trailblazer. I'm not I'm not suggesting that this is all new and wonderful and I'm the man responsible because that's just crap. <laughs> I mean, I'm not out to be famous or anything. I think what what it's born out of is a dissatisfaction with art and science exhibitions as they've been presented hitherto. I think for the most part, where exhibitions of this kind have been presented before, what usually happens, and this is a generalization, is that people pull fragments from, I don't know, a mathematician's workbook, put it in a white frame, put it in a white cube, and say, look, you don't have to understand it, but man, isn't it beautiful? And that kind of abstracts the whole thing for me. What I'm really interested in doing is help people to think along with the mathematician. Not to say, well, look, it's merely beautiful. You're not meant to understand it. You're not clever enough to understand the inner workings of what the mathematician's trying to do. You know, that type of exhibition really sort of does a great deal of damage, I think. Because it, the work remains within the frame and stops us connecting with it. I also work as, as a curator up at the Institute of Astronomy here in Cambridge. And they're very interested in the relationship between contemporary art and contemporary astronomy. And we'll, I'm pulling together a, a symposium and exhibition on the relationship between, well, it's entitled The Aesthetics of Astrophotography. And it's about the manipulation of the image that comes out of the Hubble telescope, and which also has a role within contemporary photography. And, you know, with the emergence of Photoshop, I mean, it's all manipulated imagery. Yeah. And we have to understand what that manipulation is and how the two worlds are actually doing more or less the same thing, but to different ends. If you'd like to read more about the Beyond Measure exhibition, or about Barry himself, read our career interview in the latest issue of PLUS, issue 47 at plus.maths.org. And whilst you're there, be sure to check out some of our other material that's recently come out, including Maths in the Movies and the winning entries from our 2008 Writers' Competition. And then if you feel inspired, why don't you leave some comments on the blog or send us an email. My name's Mark West. Thanks for joining us again on the Plus Podcast, and make sure you're nice to those artists out there. There's common ground to be had. Till next time. <laughs>